0: Welcome in to Beefmaster Banner. We're your hosts, Josh Morrison and Jared Strickland. How's it going, Jared? Uh, it's going good. Been a w- busy week already. Yeah, yeah. Uh cabin season's still in full effect over there. Uh nah, we're we're wrapped up. Uh but I'm sure there's a few few around. Yeah, we're we're yeah, done. Most, too. Everybody,
1: most everybody's been hard at it in the hay field or <laughs> planting planting uh, row crops. We've been doing test plots this week so been busy
0: doing that oh yeah well we uh we're trying to finish up our last field of hay and finally got some rain this weekend thank goodness that kind of turned everything back green we're starting to get dry so now we're trying to get back at it and and move along uh, uh, we, could use
1: a little, we could use a little shower too
0: uh but i kind of would rather wait till we get done with hay first absolutely uh before we get started i want to thank our sponsors um as always we want to thank Lissy's Beef Masters um multiple sales a year they've got great cattle be sure to look out for their stuff uh emmons beef masters they need no introduction everyone knows the emmons uh, great people great cattle um and they've got a sale coming up in august so be on the lookout for it want to thank CNM ranches chris chick uh appreciate uh your support be on the lookout for their cattle throughout the year i know they're selling at seba and a few other places so be on the lookout for their cattle too
1: I uh, also like to thank SEBA, uh, uh, Southeastern Beef Master Breeders Association, for, for supporting us and sponsoring us. Uh, we're going to have a sale the August the 26th uh, in Lexington, Tennessee. So we'll be looking out for that. Going to be a great great lineup of cattle for that. Also, the Beef Foundation or Bee, uh, Beef Educational Endowment Fund, our uh, foundation, uh, they do great things for the breed research and, and help pay for that. I uh, also, uh, also like to thank uh, Jones Beefmasters for, for sponsoring us. They're having a sale coming up into uh, this month, June the 24th. So y'all definitely come out for that. They always have good food and fellowship and also going to have a great lineup of good cattle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a good time. And I know we're hopeful to make it. And uh, so look forward to seeing everybody there. Um, and who knows, we may have a little special, special something lined up. Uh, for the podcast we'll see what happens um yeah, how was your trip to texas
1: man we had a great time uh it's been a long time since i've been down to fort worth uh but we uh got to go down to the stockyards and hang out there for the day for a day and i really think it'd take you about two or three days to see all of it oh uh, there's a lot to see yeah parker he enjoyed the the cattle drive through town and we've actually seen it twice and and then one night we went to the PBR uh event they had down there the world finals deal and it was they definitely put on a show. Oh uh, yeah. Then we moved on over to to Red River the weekend that weekend and and uh enjoyed the cattle sale there. It always makes the trip home a lot better when you come home with a high
0: seller. Absolutely. And congratulations to y'all on that too. That was uh well uh well deserved. She was a great heifer. Um and I don't know who bought her, but they—they're in for a treat for that. So they sure appreciate it. Uh, but tonight we're going a little, still a little bit different. Um, we're we're going to talk sort of uh, more equipment type of stuff tonight, just equipment, shoots, trailers, different setups, and why all that's important, um, you know, I I would just start with trailers. You know, there are a million different types out there and you know we run a 28 foot elite with three cuts but i know plenty of people over this way that's got triaxle 32 footers i mean and and i know people that's got 16 footers you know there's not really uh to me a perfect size because everybody's a little bit different
1: that's right uh i kind of i kind of like the idea of doing this type of episode i guess this goes back to the extension agent to me but you know there there's a lot of different things to look at when you're talking about cattle, and I've had some people that really, you know, over the years tell me a lot of times you got to have a lot of things, or at least have some sort of setup to what you're doing before you even have cattle. And I think uh, as an extension agent, I see that I get calls and come out, and oh, I got some cows. They got some cows and started really going after it, but that's all they got. You know, they ain't got no way to work on it, got no way to catch them, ain't got no way to haul them, et cetera, et cetera. But so I think this is going to be a good episode, especially for you guys out there that's new or thinking about getting in the cattle or just getting started. Uh, a lot of thoughts with that. And we're definitely open to taking questions, you know, off here, you know, messages or, or whatever. But go on talking about trailer. Uh, you know, dad, he finally upgraded to a 20-foot exercise aluminum trailer and that's been a great thing for us. But uh also what's important with the trailer is make sure you got enough truck to pull the trailer. Uh <laughs> that's <laughs> that comes from personal experience. Uh like I said I hauled seven heifers back from uh Texas in that trailer with my F one fifty and that's a little bit too much. <laughs>
0: so, but you made
1: anyway, it though. I made it it made it. But like I said, that's something to think about. If you get a big trailer if you want to load it down, you got to have something to pull it with. So I always think about that. When, but I, I, you know, we bought that, or dad bought that trailer, Uh, you know, with the uh, intentions of growing into it, I guess. Uh, You know, it's not, since it's aluminum, it's actually pretty light. So, you know, if you put a few head on there, it's, it's easy for that truck to pull. But when you get it loaded down pretty heavy, it's, it's a little bit, you can, I guess I could say this, I could put more on it than what my truck can handle
0: yes so, yeah yeah well be
1: think about that when you're when you're when you're buying your trailer
0: well and this may be simple for a lot of folks but there may be some out there that you know maybe you're looking for a trailer or, you know, like you said just getting started and, and trying to figure out what they need if you've got 10 head of cows there's nothing wrong with it but i don't know that you need a 30 foot trailer you know to haul yeah, um you know, a simple bumper pull
1: you know would be i say even a you know small trailer like that would be plenty sufficient you know, uh, and also when it comes to trailers, I see this a lot, and I teach this in the master beef class too. Uh, if you're hauling cattle, if you're if you're like us and started out with the old used trailer, like a wood floor trailer or something like that, make sure you're checking that thing before you load those cattle out. I mean, that's 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 very very important because you don't want to be driving down the highway and have a leg fall through the floor or something like that. I have
0: seen some rotten floors and uh i have seen not cattle but i have seen people fall through them uh
1: yeah i mean if, <laughs> if if a person can fall through it a cow obviously can too so uh you know that's something i hear horror stories up here of our local serborn you know of, of c- cattle falling through floors and stuff like that and and as valuable as they are today you know uh there there's no reason to have a have that type of malfunction you know no, and always before you haul cattle, check your gates. I mean, check your locks or whatever you're, you know, don't want a door coming open. Well, we've heard of that, <laughs> you know, escape door coming open in the middle of town, and there's here's calves running down through the cell by the cell station or something, yeah, you know.
0: yeah, through downtown past yeah. the courthouse,
1: yeah. So, I mean, it just stuff like that happens, but I mean,
0: well, I on the type of floor, you know, we had a uh stole. Uh, pipe trailer i think it was a 22 foot uh before we bought this one and it was perfect for what we needed at the time and um i honestly wish we still had it just to run around and do things in um because it was so convenient just to pull in anywhere and spin around but we ended up uh, replacing the floor with uh i don't know exactly the term for it but it's a cleated uh rubber floor but it actually had holes in between it so it always stayed pretty clean because, you know, when they, you know, the manure and everything kind of go out the bottom, it was pretty cool. So that's something yeah. else to look at is, you know, what, what do you want as far as maintenance? What do you want? Do you want a wood floor? Do you want that cleated with the, um, you know, gaps in it? Do you want an aluminum trailer with, with aluminum floor? There's just, there's so many different options anymore.
1: Yeah. And, and kind of going hitting on that too, with, you know, you take like a steel trailer, you know, they're heavy. Uh, so you wanna obviously have more truck to pull that, but you also have rust issues and things like that. So you know you're gonna get holes in it eventually someday, and then like we're talking about the wood, that's gonna you gotta keep that pretty clean or it's going to rot. Uh, that's one thing I like about dad's aluminum trailer is it's you know easy to clean out and it don't rust. You know it's looks like it did pretty much the day we got it, other than the fact that it's you know obviously used, but <laughs> it's got
0: some got some look to it now. But oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of kinda in the same in the same aspect but but going to something a little bit different. Just go to shoot you know, you've got self cat versus manual versus head gates.
1: Yeah, and that that's gonna kinda dictate if you're looking to set up a working system. And I highly recommend everybody does that. Uh, whether it's a simple head catch like Josh said or, or even all out barrel equipped with the bell all full bells and whistles, you know. But uh, you know, look at what kind of money you can spend. It always comes down to that. But like if you've got like Josh said, if you've got ten head of cows, you might not necessarily need a, a squeeze you a head catch, maybe just just uh just what you need. Uh if you're working hundreds of cows, you probably need something that's gonna stand up to something that's more efficient and
0: and really getting the job done um that's probably an air investment at that point that's right that's right (laughs) and some Uh, and some air compressors um yeah yeah, i mean if you know if you've just got a small setup there's nothing wrong with a headgate you can do everything you need um with a headgate Uh, i've used one before um and and it works fine i mean sometimes there are things that you wish you had to shoot for, but it, but things can be done with just a headgate. So, you know, you're spot on there. I think as far as that goes, you know, as far as other shoots, I'm going to put my plug in here. I know I'm not getting paid to do it, but aeroquip, I, we bought one, uh, two years ago. And that has been the best investment that I think we've ever made.
1: Well, being able to work your cows and, and tend to them and do it in a safe manner for both the cattle and yourself, is it's worth a lot, um, and 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 that's that's the downside to like a head gate. If you just got the head gate, all you catch is their head, they can still be kicking around, you know, they're not really protected, and you're not protected either. Uh, I and mean, there's ways to set up a head gate where you got some wood pa- wood boards to to help protect you or something like that, uh, or a pin or panel, but uh, I guess kind of picking the picking apart different brands or whatever I've used and helped use several different ones. I'm a big fan of the Prefort. Um, uh, I don't own one. I just helped use some, uh, I like their locking mechanism on their head gate or their squeeze, you know, or head gate, same deal. Uh, but, uh, you know, the scissors type catch, I really like that. You know, if you're working cattle by yourself, you know, like you're talking about the self catch a lot of times people are talking about the saloon doors or something like that. Kind of deal. Uh, we got one. Dad's got one. We've used it for years. Um, I see issues with it. It's nice being able to catch them as they walk through it. But also, the calf get, cow gets down, and sometimes it's hard to get it off their neck. Uh, we've had some situations arise from that. It's a little bit can be aggravating.
0: Well, and if you – you know, something else, if you're trying to work calves, cows, bulls all together – you have to continuously on those swing doors, keep adjusting back and forth. If you go with a manual, uh, what I call a manual shoot, which is like the scissor type doors, it doesn't matter what you run in there. You can run a 300 pound calf through there and, and a 2,500 pound bull and, and never change anything other than just closing it, how tight it'll close on them. That's, I'm, I'm like you, that's my recommendation to folks that are looking for a shoot. I would prefer, um, from using both. I've got a tartar sitting over at our other place. And, uh, uh, when we built this one over here, we decided, you know, Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna buy this other shoot. Cause we had seen it. We actually seen it at Siba, uh, a few years back. And, um, we really liked the way it worked, the ergonomics of it, uh, the way it was so accessible to every part of their body. Um, but, you know, there again, it goes back to what kind of setup you've got. Like you said, if you've got 10 cows and not a, you know, not a, not a very, uh, big setup, you probably don't need however much the I don't even know how much those shoots cost anymore. I haven't priced them in the last two or three years, but
1: yeah, they're like anything; they went up they, Yeah.
0: Like everything. Um, but I mean, you may not need it and, and there's different price points for everybody. That's kind of the cool part about this is you have get, you know, as a cattleman, you've got to have tons of equipment. But especially with shoots, they're what's I know there's probably not, but it seems like hundreds of different price points and different options you can look at. I mean, you can add stuff to them, take stuff away from them, make them as basic as possible. Get head gates. You can load them up as much as possible. You can get a, you know, if you're if you're the type where you've got hundred head of cows and they're, you know, ten miles apart half and half or or you know however you've got them you may want to look at a one of the okay corral setups or or something like that to where you can move it and you only have to buy one thing instead of having to build two different things uh all the way around
1: yeah no i i i I agree with that too and and one thing to forget that much since we're kind of maybe talking mostly to purebred people uh if you're designing something like this always remember to uh since there's a possibility of doing an ai or pre checks or things like that a palpation area would be would be good you know most shoots come with a, a setup or an option for that or even like an alleyway system where you know they have a little pouch cage or whatever you want to call it
0: yeah yeah and, and,
1: remember, that. and, and, and remember that when you're designing your area because a lot of folks i, I mean i said especially with at tennessee because they have a grant deal that you can pay or they pay a portion of uh of like a working facility cover, you know, make sure you design that in your length and stuff like that. And also I see this a lot. If you do put a cover over your working system, like your squeeze chute, don't put the squeeze chute at the very end of the barn. Cause a lot of times <laughs> you're going to work cattle and weather. The whole point of having it is to be able to do it. And you don't <laughs> want to be standing there having to clip calves or, you know, or do whatever you're
0: doing to them and it's raining and you're getting dripped on. Well, and if you've got um, dirt in front of that chute and it's right at the very front of that barn, it's going to be a muddy sloppy yeah. mess.
1: Or even if you got, if you went all out and put concrete down, you're still going to be wet. It's going to be mad, nasty. And, uh, just, just remember that. Also, you won't give enough gap, you know, that way, because rain will blow in and do all that. So give you some, 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 uh, some area there to,
0: to do that and you know i think other other than money which is obviously the most important part but you know we're we're looking at safety everything when we build our place we we tried to keep safety in mind if we don't have to be in the pen with those bulls or those cattle we're not going to be i can push gates on them um and kind of hold them that way because let's face it we've seen we've all seen videos and we know how unpredictable cattle no matter how gentle they are, our bulls can be. Um, so just always keep safety in mind it, and, and it goes for everybody. I mean, I, I can't probably stress that enough, but the safer that you can make your setup for you and your family and your cattle, the less you you know, the less stress you're going to put on them yourself and anybody helping you. Um, I think that's a big, big, important factor.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. You always want to be be safe when you're working cattle. Even like you said, just as, no matter how gentle they are, sometimes when they get in a restricted area, they 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 can Their attitude can change a little bit, and uh, that'd be the last thing you want to do is is get
0: hurt. Yes, kind of, uh, yes. Have plenty of panels to climb if you need them, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> just in case.
1: Yeah. And and I guess kind of, we talk about setups or working pens or whatever. Uh, I think one piece of advice would be to have somebody. If you're in that in that process and have never done it before, uh, go visit some neighbors, see what they got, and even go help them work their cows and see how how it works and how fluid it is, and see if that's what you want to do. Uh, I mean, there's all types of different working systems. You know, you got the bud box versus like a sweep tub, or even just some people have a catch pen and they run them down some type of alleyway of panels i've seen a lot of different setups Some are tied together with hay string and some are all welded together so it it just depends so go go visit some neighbors help them work the cows they all appreciate that and that way you can see they may have something that you say well i'm definitely not doing that or they may have something where you're like wow this is going to work i want to do that on my farm so go visit your neighbors and, and see what they got and uh and they'll probably can give you some advice. Uh, and uh, I definitely recommend doing that.
0: And if you work cattle with them, you're going to know really fast if you like that setup or not. It's not going to oh, take, yeah. but maybe it, two at most.
1: It won't, it won't take long. because you know, I I remember one time I went to help somebody and they had a sweep tub. And as you can see, it's just bar, you know, just the metal panel bars, but, but, they had it to where you walked them in there, and it's like they could see out, and it just for some reason where that place was, they did not want to go down the alley to the squeeze chute. They would just do a circle every time, and it just, oh, it would be so annoying. Uh, so, you know, I think the next time we went, they put up a some type of tarp or something or blacked it out, and it worked so much better. Uh, so, I mean, it's just different ways of, of doing things to, to to make it better. I, I kind of personally like, if you're, I kind of like the bud box system. Cattle tend to work really well with that. Uh, they always want to go back to where they come from. You put them in that box and they turn around and they find that escape route down that alleyway. They'll
0: a lot of times walk right through there. Um, something else you were mentioning, you said go see your, your neighbors. It's not a bad idea to call your vet or your scan tech or whoever does that because if they are miserable every time they come to your place it can get hard to get people to your place i'm just going to be i don't know how much i'm more honest to be there but i've i've seen it um i've actually you know when we were building our our places that you know i did the same thing i asked around and um because you know you won't you want your vet or your scan tech, especially your scan tech, because there's a shortage of those, especially around here. You want them to enjoy coming to your place because they're, you know, they're more apt to come back and especially if they like your setup and they realize, Hey, you know, this guy's got a pretty good setup. We'll, we'll go back there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's right. That whoever is going to help you like that, you want them to definitely be as comfortable as they can or be it, make it easier
0: for them to help you. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe, Jared, what what kind of? I know I've been there. What kind of setup have you got? Uh, maybe just talk a little bit on on how you've got your pen set up.
1: Well, we we uh, we don't have much. I like to have more. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Don't no, 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 no. but we got one place. We call it the, dads we call it. It's it's just a, it's just a little catch pen. I think it's about, maybe. 60 foot long or so and we got different pins in that and that works through a sweep tub and we go when we have an alleyway and a, and a squeeze chute uh dad's got a old ww he's had for a long time and it's the the saloon door top self-catch setup or whatever uh but it fortunately for it all that's underneath the barn uh so you know we can kind of work on any, any time of weather or whatever.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: But I like what he did, what he did there, because we got the concrete floor makes it easier to, to uh clean up and, and and things like that. Uh, got a scale in there with it, so we like that. And then on the, what kind of that's kind of where we winter calves, and you know get cattle ready for sales and things like that.
0: Yeah, it's a good on, setup.
1: I mean, it it works. I mean, it's not like we're running lots and lots of cattle through it or nothing. Uh, but anyway, then on a uh, you know, couple other farms and stuff, we've got just, uh, just a real small, like a catch pen that'll hold the cattle. And we run them down through a place where that's another small holding pen. And then we walk from that holding pen to a sweet tub to another saloon door type. Deal. so i'm hoping one of these days we're gonna get a new sweet shoot i'd like oh, to have yeah. a pre
0: oh yeah yeah pre makes good stuff uh but, but
1: that stuff mostly all that sits outside so it's uh old and we just like I said <laughs> we use it we, we thread to use it actually that's kind of the bad thing about it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well yeah but you don't want a brand new shoot sitting out there either do you
1: no well another thing too like it's kind of, and i know a lot of people are in the same situation Most of the stuff we use on those farms are rented farms and they either were left by the landowner or the person who had it beforehand. And we just keep using it, you know, uh, it just depends on a lot of times if it comes with the land, when you rent it, you typically just tend to deal with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And just use it and be done with it. That's right. You know, and that's kind of like our setup here. It's a, you know, I follow on. I'm, we built this place over here. Um, and we've we we kind of learned from the first place it's just uh, it's under a lean two and, and it still works. It's a sweep tub, it's got a sweep tub, an alley up to it, and it's got a tartar uh, with the swing gates. Um, that's when we knew we wanted a manual catch, uh, that scissor type type shoot. And so when we we got this place over here built. We decided to go ahead and go with the Aeroquip. I'm going to tell you that is the best investment. Just like I said earlier, that's the best investment. Cattle wise, we've probably ever made. <laughs> we've we've probably made so far. Um, but we've made we made it to where we can feed the cattle inside uh, in that same pen, so they can come in and eat. I can sneak behind them, shut the gate. Uh, we've got an alleyway with uh, four pens uh, that we can. We can sort them off if we need to sort calves off. Um, and the same thing, it's got a tartar sweep tub and it leads up to the, to the, uh, shoe. So we having that first one and being able to go to the second one, you really realize what you'd like and don't like about your, your first setup. And, um, you can really, um, fine tune that for, uh, for the future. And we're, we're tickled with what we've got uh what we've got is what we've got and we're done <laughs> but uh
1: well that's kind of what we look really hard at those arrow quips we kind of have had it on our mind to get one but we had not quite jumped out in there yet yeah but obviously yeah, yeah. That, may be on our, that may be on our on our list for someday
0: well those and the prefers. i mean the prefers you can't go wrong with prefront everybody knows the name um something know that and i know we talked about um some stuff earlier but you may, if, if you don't have a setup and you don't, I don't know, maybe can't afford one. Don't have a spot for one right now. You probably, I know our counties around us, uh, in the Carolinas, most of our, um, cattlemen associations around here have a, um, rental that you can use. Uh, it's the okay. Corral setup and I see it around all the time and they charge hardly nothing to use it. Uh, I think they charge you by the week and, um, i think it would uh i mean that, that's a that's a good a really good idea especially if you don't have a setup right now and you've got to get something called
1: yeah i agree like we've had i think our local co-op they have
0: the option to be able to you know
1: bring one with them or something like that
0: yeah yeah it's uh it's always a good thing to have um for sure but um you know, are there any other equipment that we're missing? I feel sure there's all kind of equipment that we're missing. But you know, another thing you mentioned it earlier, scales. You always need scales. Uh, if you're going into pure bear business, you got to have them.
1: Um, oh yeah, yeah, you definitely, definitely got to have that. I, one thing I'd like to mention too is like wherever you have your squeeze chute, or especially if you get it undercover, have you like a table and a storage shelf or something like that like because i've got one of them little i don't even know what it is i guess some people i think i bought it from lowe's or something where it's got the little boxes you probably put nuts and bolts in it or something oh yeah well i i got one of those little deals and i put all my different sides of needles and syringes and even you know bands or whatever you're you know anything you think you'll need uh you know I even keep like the implants in there and everything for whatever you're needing, and I mean, I think that's good because that way, if something an emergency happens or something comes up and you're putting cattle in there and you need it, it's right there, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, usually after I work a set of calves or something or cows or whatever, I'll go to that shelf and look and see kind of am I low on something or whatever and then get on Valley bed or go to the co-op or whatever I need to to restock that for the next time. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, I, I, that's been great for me. Cause I, I just, uh, used to didn't have that. And we just would rent, you know, oh, it's time to vaccinate the calves. Well, we got the stuff, you know, now I just walk over there and it's ready. And another thing too, if you got electricity, a small refrigerator, you know, just a uh, you know, one of them, you know, small few cubic cubic feet refrigerator would be is awesome too. Yeah, or a cooler. Yeah, whatever. Uh something to keep your medicine cold. I mean, that's always
0: always nice. Well, um, you, you said something a second ago that that I'm guilty of and that's waiting until the last minute to figure out till till we're ready to work cattle to figure out what I need that's the perfect time for me to figure out what I need because I never, I never have it all. Does it doesn't seem.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and I, I say, I do forget things and stuff like that, but knowing that I've got that, uh, that cabinet full over there
0: at any time I need something, I know where to go get it. Yeah. You know, it's there. Yeah. I know um, it's there. and I mean, you know, with this episode, I, I really hope that, uh, when this gets on Facebook and, and, youtube and spotify apple i hope that we can get a lot of conversation sparked out of this Um, tell us your guys opinions tell us what um you know what setups y'all have what what you see that works and what you don't like i uh i say all the time we want your opinion but this is truly i mean this episode right here is perfect uh give us give us your opinion tell us maybe some equipment that we missed obviously we know tractors and and all that you know kind of things but if there's equipment that you think is important that people ought to know comment on there uh when it gets on face you know what which it'll be on facebook when this releases so uh just make sure to uh you know get on there and comment and and interact with us and uh we can have some good conversations
1: yeah i, I agree I, that's uh that's kind of what this is for is to get conversation started and, and help
0: those that that need it you know Oh, yeah, absolutely. But we're completely out of time tonight. I hope you all enjoyed it. It was a little bit different episode, uh, but I think, it, like we both talked, I think it's an important episode. Um, you know, it, it may seem simple to some, but I'm hoping out there that, it, that it'll be helpful to to some people. That's right. Uh, but we'll see you all in the next episode. Thank you. Say you. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening to the Beefmaster Banner podcast. Uh, please know that we are on apple podcast spotify and we are on youtube just search beef master banner please like share comment and subscribe we love hearing from you Um, and we'll see you on the next episode thank you